Welcome to the Lovability Podcast. My name is Jennifer Steyer, and I'm here to talk love, relationships, sex, marriage, and everything in between. Hello, everyone, and welcome to the Lovability Show. My name is Jennifer Styers, and I am here with Sidekick Brad today. And we are here to talk about authenticity. Uh, are we live? Yes, we're live. Okay. Um, I am, uh, you know me, <laughs> um, I'm not really good with these monitors. So, um, so hello, everybody uh, on Facebook Live that are watching. Uh, so, I uh, hope everybody knows that uh, if you do miss the podcast, of course, you can come back and watch it Facebook Live, but you can also find it on Apple, Spotify, Google Podcasts. We're on all the networks. Uh, so if you just are one of those people that like to listen in the car or when you're uh, out walking or running or exercising, you can uh, you can listen to us that way. Sure. Without even having to watch our faces. Uh, so, uh, Which in my case might be better. Right. Uh, so welcome right. Uh, well, <laughs> welcome uh, to this week's uh, show. We're going to be talking about authenticity in dating. Uh, you know, a, a lot of the posts this week have been leading up to it, and I haven't done it intentionally. Uh, however, it it's just, I started doing some, uh, some stories last week and the week before on Fox News on some of the dating terms as we're getting into, uh, you know, a date, really hot dating season as the holidays roll into place. Um, but we were talking about uh, a term called hat fishing, and that's basically, it's deception, uh, but it's where guys uh, wear their baseball caps. <laughs> Uh, in every picture, they're going bald, they're losing their hair, or they are bald, and they wear Hat these baseball fishing. caps to cover it up so that women don't know that they have no hair. Oh, <laughs> Jason, boy. our producer, is cracking up. Yes, it's real, Jason. It's real. Uh, but then, of course, it gets into more details about all the different ways in which deception happens in dating oh yes there's all sorts of terms out there and then it lead it kind of leads to that whole thing why do people deceive well they're trying to put they're trying to impress well, sure right yeah they're trying to tell a story that they haven't written right yeah <laughs> so. exactly 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 uh so uh so it kind of led me into today's topic of talking about deception and in, in dating because I mean, I always hear you guys and girls talking about the uh, filters, the filtered pictures uh, online, and then you never know who you're gonna who's who's gonna show up, right? Little cat ears and all. That. And there's all kinds of terms. Like, what is the one? Uh, wasn't it called kitten fishing? Kitten fishing. Yeah, uh, we we had some. We went through some really fun terms, some ones I hadn't heard about. But you know, kitten who fishing. Who came up with that? I don't know, but it's obviously for men. Men do it where they. It is you, for men. I see more women with filters than men. But kitten fishing, the term kittens. Anyway, um, uh, I love kittens, by the way. Yes, we know. (laughs) Using images that are of you but are flattering to a point that might be deceptive. So using really old or heavily edited Mm -hmm. photos uh, in order to bait somebody in. And we know it happens. I know. We know that it happens. That's why it's called fishing. Uh, But... It, it is deceptive, and here's what happens, and here's what I hear from people when that has happened to them. They're, they tell me that they've shown up, and the person's not who, they're Doesn't not look at anything all, alike. Right. and they're just figuring at that point how to get the heck out of there. Yeah. Check, you know? please. Right. And uh, and and I, I have said it, and I will say it again. I don't think it is impolite 
Uh, if somebody has really deceived you greatly, I mean, if they have really posted a super old picture or they posted a picture of them 50 pounds lighter, something significant, um, I would I would kindly tell them what they've done and I would exit. I would I would not allow my boundaries to be crossed because somebody thought they could deceive me. I mean, I just, I feel like it would, that's the respectful thing to do is stand up for yourself and to stand for them and letting them know that that's just not going to work. It's not okay. Like they need to portray themselves for who they really are. Well, it's interesting too, in this article that you're referencing and that you, you sent me to look into is that's a big deal, but people do it because they feel like they're pressured to be something they're not. Right. Because as you've always talked about, it's so competitive out there. Right. So they're like, oh man, I'm losing my hair. I'm a 10, 15 pounds overweight. Oh, but I've got this pick from right. a, few, a few years ago. It won't hurt nothing. I but am, it's it's a lot of pressure I am to all enhance for, all that. Right. You know, and, and I'm all for putting your best foot forward and and choosing the best picture because we have definitely discussed this before on previous shows. But not to a point where you're deceiving somebody or there's that level of, of ridiculousness where people put the, I think it's Snapchat yeah, it's all the and the Snapchat that, filters that actually change your face. They make your eyes look bigger and sometimes give people ears. It doesn't look good. It doesn't look ladies. good. And for older women, that is not mature looking like guys got that when, and I've seen other surveys, it's not in this one, but out of all of the things that turn men off, that Snapchat thing with the ears yes. and the whiskers and all that stuff, guys don't like it, ladies. Well, they I think like you brought it. up a I think you brought up a really good point too. You said putting your best foot forward, that's not being deceptive. That's not being not you. Right. It's putting your best you, your authentic self forward and really showcasing who you are. So you want to jump in here on Facebook. We got a few. Yeah. Um, got a few comments. Had several men lie about their ages. Martha says, uh, Mike says, yep, that's a deal killer right on the spot. When you see that, you know, that person walks in, you're like, um, are you sure I'm who you're, we're meeting? Yeah. You don't, they're unrecognizable. Mm -hmm. yeah. Right. Um, if you don't like your current mug, there's someone out there that might. So that's a good point by Brent. So just because you don't think it's the right way or what it needs to be, someone else will. Right. So don't just, don't just do that. Cindy says, smoking a pack of cigarettes a day, I don't smoke. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That's pretty deceptive. Yeah. They walk up, you can smell it. Yeah. Oh, yeah. That's well, a big I quit, one. I quit yesterday. <laughs> yeah. The first date meeting starts with a lie. Huge deal breaker because what other lies are, are coming. Yeah. You know, and I'm going to say this, and I agree with Jim on that. Thank you, Jim, for that point. Once somebody deceives you from the beginning uh, in any way, shape, or form, the trust is broken immediately that it's over. Yeah. I mean, it is truly over. And if somebody would do that in order to get a first date or to, you know, to meet you, if they would deceive you to do that, they've shown you their character, mm -hmm. right? Sure. So regardless of, of, I mean, I don't know who would need to do something like that if they actually were. I don't know. I anyway, think it, I think it happens. A you lot just more. need to you just need to be honest and real about what you look like, um, and 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 also I think we were talking about pressure. So where is that statistic on pressure? Uh, right there, the second point right here, the study. So one of the things you sent me is says singles feel pressure to embellish their interests and hobbies. So I think this is a very interesting. They didn't say 
just their appearance. They want to embellish their life, their lifestyles, their activities, what they're showing. Overlooks and appearances. Overlooks and appearances. So I thought that was interesting because what that's basically saying is, is, mm. is folks are going to say, yeah, I'm Mr. This and I work out or I do this. And, and they go to the gym once a week mm-hmm. or once a month or whatever. They embellish all their hobbies, even over incoming career and level of education. So that's they're amazing. willing to say I only have a high school diploma, but look at all this cool stuff and how cool my life is. Well, right. It's really not. Right. Uh, so, um, or a third of the singles have felt the need to adopt an interest or hobby of someone they were dating. How about that? Right. So they adopted. So you like to run. So I like to run. I think he's hot. <laughs> so I'm going to suddenly become a runner. Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. You know, and, and I will say, I get the pressure thing. There is a lot of, there's a lot of perceived competition out there, oh, yeah. but at the end of the day, who is for you is for you. That's right. And you, if you allow yourself if you allow yourself to wait for somebody that actually matches you, even let's just say from an interest and hobby standpoint that you're an introvert, that you don't have like your interests and hobbies may not be that exciting. Maybe your interests and hobbies are reading, you know, or traveling or whatever, you know, maybe they're not as exciting as somebody who, like, you know, cliffhanging or, or hang gliding or something. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, that's not exciting. That's just stupid. Oh, that'd be awesome. <laughs> I know. I know. I, there's awesome. lots of people that love that stuff. Uh, but, but, uh, it's more important. I mean, obviously this is, this is somebody that's going to hopefully be your, your lifelong partner. So you, they're going to figure out whether you're lying or not. Right. And that would be, that's the, that's the hard part is that, you, you, everybody, like I was talking about their representative, everybody sends a representative on a first date or they send their representative, you know, the first six months. And then all of a sudden the baggage starts to come out and then who they really are or what they really want to do, or if they are really a couch potato and they've been pretending to be active, they'll go back to who they were. I just um, was chatting with a friend of mine who, it, who, had this happen to her with a gentleman that she was dating that right at the beginning, he was, I mean, really for like the first year, he was really, um, he really tried. He really went out of his way to try to pretend like he was somebody he wasn't. And then all of a sudden he just changed everything. The curtain gets pulled back. Trying. He stopped pretending and she didn't want him anymore. You know, she was fake because who she, he, he, what he was, not telling the truth about who he was. Right. And as soon as she started figuring this out, it wasn't somebody she was compatible with at all. So why do people do that? I mean, let's get into, you know, your knowledge and your understanding of the psychology piece of it. Why is someone putting forth all the fake activities and hobbies and I'm this person? They don't think they're good enough. They don't think you know? they're good enough at, as who they really are that they could attract it's a worthiness deal but it, what's the old slogan i'm all i'm at my worst day i'm still good enough for the right person exactly you know so and it may be frustrating because i know many of you you know there are many of you that have been looking and waiting for a while for uh the perfect partner and sometimes that takes time uh and if you are being authentically you I'll just be honest, and I'm saying this in a loving way. It may take you more time because I have, I have long said that I think there's about two percent of the population that is for each of us. Yet people are out there dating eighty percent of the population. I'm They're to not think it's for like you. Five percent. Yeah. So what if you were more discerning? What if you, what if you held back and really put who you are out there 
and only accepted in the type of people that you thought were truly compatible for you based on who you are, not who you're pretending to be, that would, that would increase your chances of that relationship working long-term. So I wanted to jump back in here on the stats because I think this ties into what you're talking about, which is again, some of this, some of the statistics is surprising. Mm -hmm. I think the other thing we need to let people know out there is this was really kind of analyzed on the online piece, right? Mm -hmm. The online app stuff, which yeah. is how a lot of people, especially with the COVID yeah. craziness, it's, I'm sure that's increased, but you know, 65% of singles would rather see more information on someone's dating profile than more photos. And I think traditionally more people think, oh, I got to put up all these cool photos versus I think have it depends the right on the site too, though, you know, Brad. Like this was this was a this study was done by Plenty of Fish. fish yeah. Uh, Plenty of Fish. And I don't believe this for a second. I don't believe, I don't know where they got their data, but 65% of the singles would see, rather see more information. I call BS on that. Uh oh. I mean, really. And I don't. I almost don't even, I, I don't even care what site it is unless you're talking about like silver singles or something like that, where it's like the old, <laughs> older generation of like seventies and eighties, where maybe they are actually more interested in the information versus the looks. They're not just wanting to hook up. This is a very superficial society. And this is where we get into the meat. Um, I love being able to see y'all's comments too. This is where we get in the meat because we are in a superficial society. And this is why there's so much pressure. Why do people lie? Why do people deceive? Because of that perceived competition. Right. Because of the pressure that's on them to be something more or greater than they are. And, and that's... That's the heart. That's the hardest part of all of this is that, you know, hey, I hate to say this, guys, but somebody's going to see who you really are. At some it point, it's going to come. It doesn't up. matter what hat you put on or what Snapchat <laughs> filters you use. It's right. That's exactly right? right. Or I mean, or however you edit your pictures. But for God's sakes, these people that edit their pictures and you can't even see their face, like yeah. their face is blurred out. That is it. And guys will say. And girls say it too, but but I think girls do it more than guys do. Um, although, ladies, I'm not on these online dating sites, so I don't know. Um, but when you see a blurred face and these blurred pictures over and over again, you go, what are they hiding? Or just like when somebody is smiling, but they're not smiling, like not using their teeth. And by the way, that is a statistic that guys really want to see a smile, a real smile. That's just your teeth fetish, though. You have I do have a teeth fetish, fetish yes. But, but I'll tell you one from a guy's standpoint is only face pics. Oh yeah, face pics only. Only, only pics from up here. Then you know they're trying to hide their body. They're not confident enough in their body, or maybe they feel like that competitive. They're not in their shape mm -hmm. enough, or whatever. But um, that's a big one for guys, right? You know, right? Well, in the world of the selfie, and I hate to say that because I'm, I, I don't, I, I was really against the selfie a long time ago. But now with COVID, like all people had was themselves. <laughs> and it's really hard. I mean, I get that it could be hard to get a full shot, but people need to see who you really are. I mean, and they yeah. do want to see, I can tell you as a matchmaker, this is what I do. People want to see full body shots. They want to see what the body looks like too, because it matters. I think it does. It I mean, I think it's important to be, and again, we're back to being authentic and being yourself right. and being also, also in that, also knowing being authentic and genuine in what you're looking for. Right. So don't be ashamed if you want, if, if you want say, I want a man in shape, 
Mm-hmm. I want a man that takes care of himself. That's okay. Right. Don't feel bad about that with all this stuff going on out here in society where the, all this, if that's what you prefer, that's what you prefer. It's fine. Right. You, that's genuine too, knowing what you want. So it is important to know what you want and it is important to be able to state that, but being totally superficial, you are going to lose out on things. Um, you are, you are going to possibly lose out if you don't take the time to dig a little bit deeper, which is why I'm not a big fan of coffee dates or a drink only kind of deal. And that's only because you've already created the space for a quick exit. And, um, and if you're not deceiving somebody, they should want to get to know you. Yes. One of the big things that came out of the studies, which I thought was very interesting was 41% of the, of the folks that went on first dates felt pressured to be funny or talkative or something like they feel the pressure of going on that first date. And one of the things that came out of it was the fact that the one-on-one dinner seems to be the best way to get folks to relax and enjoy themselves Mm -hmm. and have a good conversation and be genuine. That's what all of the stats show. It says that tends to be the best place to be relaxed is dinner. Right. So you're back to don't do the coffee dates and the and oh well we'll meet for a drink and see what happens. Go ahead and set up a dinner. Yeah. Because that person will probably be a little more relaxed. And for all of you that love to have these three and four hour dates, those aren't ideal either. By the way, just statistically, they should be an hour to an hour and a half max. Yep. So um, like you always say, leave a little mystery. Yeah. Yeah. There is. There is. But I mean that brings much. up. But but again, that all that pressure. I, I don't want to take away from your point of all that pressure of a first date, take, you, you've got to get away from that too because it's people are so focused on themselves on that first date and how can I be more beautiful and fun right. and interesting right. versus trying to get to know the other person. So they're yep. so wrapped up and, and it's, it shows too because that's the person that goes out on the date and the person that's out on the date with them. And I know this just, again, from a matchmaking standpoint because mm-hmm. I hear both sides where they go, all they did was talk about themselves the whole time, you know, and tell me about their family and their interests and their trips and their, and you're, you're trying so hard to be interesting. And in the meantime, you've missed the whole connection yeah, thing. You've taken over. Yeah. You know, Brad, I think the other part of all of that is that I feel like, um, we need to let people know that getting to know somebody Getting to know somebody is the key to a relationship. The connection is the key. And when you keep it That's super, a novel concept. When you keep it superficial <laughs> about about the things going on or um, just just your day-to-day life or superficial things or superficial dates where you're not actually having real conversations, you're not building a real connection no, with that person. Not. And it doesn't allow for intimacy because Ultimately, what we want is is an intimate relationship. It's we want to know supposed that supposed to be person. what we're going for, right? Yeah, and if that person isn't isn't divulging information to you or isn't sharing their heart and their soul and their spirit with you, is that what you want? Is that right. going to work long term? I mean, then you wonder why down the road, six months or whatever, that relationship falls apart. It's because you didn't you you didn't show the substance. You didn't people mm-hmm. didn't show up. I want to jump in there. Facebook. Cindy says a guy I was dating last year said he lies because by the time the truth comes out, the women are charmed and like him and say it didn't matter. Well, that's pretty interesting. Mm-hmm. Um, Roseanne says best place I meet up with someone was a duck pond. 
we just sat and talked and people watched for an hour or so. Oh, wow. <laughs> so that's kind of fun. It's different, you know. A duck date. Coffee dates do not work. <laughs> Whoa. Got to watch how you say that. <laughs> Coffee um, dates, not that relaxing. Yeah, exactly. Again, so... I think that the key that came out of that was that. Well, that's coffee dates can't be relaxing because you're you know about you've, time and you know like, you've got 15 minutes yes. or five if it's me drinking coffee. Um, you got 15 minutes to get your yeah. point across or to, you know to make an impression. <laughs> More like, pressure. That's a lot of pressure. <laughs> More that's pressure. a lot of pressure. Uh, but but authenticity is key, and I again I don't want to get away from the fact because I think the thing that that really uh, motivated me on this topic was more about the fact that intimacy comes from intimate conversations. And it's it's one thing to hear somebody's history, but you want to get to know who who they are. All in good time, by the way. Don't vomit that information right. up on the first date as right. well. Leave right? a little leave a little out there. Yeah, I, I think there there is there is a balance between divulging too much information. For sure. Or or not enough. Absolutely. But don't keep it completely surface, even on a first date. Don't be afraid to ask the questions mm -hmm. about like, if somebody is divorced or if somebody is, you know, has, has just um, gotten out of a relationship. Don't be afraid to ask why, because the why may, may make the decision for you whether or not you want to see that person again. I mean, that's right. And, and again, that's being genuine. That's being authentic in knowing and, and wanting to engage in that conversation to find that information out. Right. Again, it's a first date. Right. You're not going to marry him. Right. It's your first date. <laughs> so right. I thought Mike brought up an interesting question here. Got a little challenge here. He says, maybe I'm missing something here. Short dates. If I'm enjoying a date, it usually lasts four to six hours. That is the only way I have found whether or not a second date was worth doing. So how do you think about that? Four to six hours, six hours, Mike? I'm wore out just talking about four to six oh, hours, Mike. I'm just saying. Jeez, me too. Uh, yeah, I, um, I'm all for a great conversation. I think the thing that, I mean, I, I'm hoping that it doesn't take four or six hours for somebody to make a connection. <laughs> I don't think it does for you, Mike, because I know you. But I, I am going to say this. You want to be able to leave a little something to mystery. And want that, that person, whether it's a, a man or a woman, wants to want more. You want them to leave wanting more of you, intrigued, but wanting more. If they spent four to six hours with you, they may be stressing that their dog needs to get out, you know, go to the bathroom. They may be stressing about their drive home, you know, their kids are with a sitter or, you know what I mean? There's all sorts of stuff. There's that goes a million on. things, but four to six hours is way too long for a date. And especially a first date. Now, do you know ladies that have their friends call like an hour into the date and check on them and see how things are going in case they need it out? Yeah. Oh, heck <laughs> yeah. 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 yeah yep. I'm sure you guys do it too, but yes, uh, that's, that's not a, no, not we a don't. I, I don't deal. think we do. <laughs> we just leave. Sorry. Do you sleep? No, I'm not. Uh, but, I did hear a story about a guy that did that though on a first date. Like it was like one of these kind of deceptive, she came up, it was not the person, none of that. And he literally, like within 10 minutes, he excused himself. And left? To, and left. And yeah, and I've left. heard of that too. That I where mean, they excuse themselves to go to the restroom and they don't Stone come Cole back. That's right there. <laughs> Do you know what? I don't think you're doing anybody a favor. This is just me. And I understand that some people are non-confrontational. 
And I wouldn't consider myself confrontational either. I would just consider myself honest. And I'm not doing that person a favor if I don't tell them the truth. You I know what I mean, so. Brad? Yeah, I think it's like, fair. Tell them the truth. If they've deceived you, if their pictures weren't, you know, portray, they didn't portray them for who they really are, tell them so they can change them. Give them that, that, uh, that you know, be honest with them. And give them that opportunity to be able to do things the right way. Maybe nobody's told them before. Maybe that's that person that continues to If get that's ghosted. their game and it's worked, they're going to keep doing it. I and, mean, and by the way, you know, pay attention to what people say about you after they meet you. For example, if you constantly hear from people, like if, if you go on first dates and you don't hear back from your first dates, you're not doing something right. Whether it be how you're showing up, deception. Right. Or how you're showing up as a personality, right. as a person. Mm -hmm. Something's not going right. Um, if you hear from people that they, oh, I didn't recognize you from your pictures. Oh, you don't look like your picture. Guess what? Your pictures are not realistic. You need to change your pictures. Um, what you should hear from people is when you leave them, you look better than your pictures. You, you, look, hope, you yeah. look even better in person than yep. you do pictures. When you hear that, you're, you're authentically showing up right. as yourself. Okay. Right. And that's that. And, and at the end of the day, that's the only way, again, I'm going to say it, the real connections are going to happen. Uh, this is a super busy time of the year with, uh, with, you know, Christmas coming up yep. and new year's, uh, cuffing season. God, a new year. Cuffing season. Is that they call it? Dating? What? Finally going to get year? out of fricking 2020. Y'all, I hate to tell you this, but only got I don't know what's going to change in 2021. Hey, but, um, positive thoughts? But it's a new year. Yeah. Positive thoughts. We have a, uh, Brad and I have a campaign that we're starting here uh, <laughs> for the rest of the year. It's called Kiss Off 2020. Hell so, yeah. So uh, we're going to have some fun with that. So just yeah. teasing you on that a little bit. But uh, we're, we're uh, we are ready for a new year and a new beginning and everybody is. And and why not let this be, you know, this be an opportunity to give you some advice to start the new new year off correctly uh, or enter into a new year correctly of authentically dating uh, because there there is a lot to be said, a lot to be said for it. And that's, unless somebody's playing around looking for a one night stand or just have a little, have a good time, mm -hmm. other people that are, that are looking for a relationship are going to be turned off by somebody who's not authentic, whether that be not just in their looks, but in the way that they present themselves, the things that they talk about, the, the depth of someone's soul. I know I'm out, Brad, if I don't, if I can't get to know somebody, like if somebody doesn't, if somebody doesn't tell me who they are, like engaging, yeah, conversational, and you don't get to know their spirit in some way and what they stand for in life and what they believe in and what they want and they can't communicate that I'm out. Yeah, because it's all about you know the best thing we have is a conversation. Look at look at the pandemic that we had. I mean, a perfect example. There wasn't much people could do, and all these people ended up getting divorces and breaking yeah. up because at the end of the day, domestic violence in a relationship, all you have is each other. Yeah. So if you can't sit and talk and entertain each other and enjoy each other's company and like who that person is and what they stand for. It's not going to work long term. Right. And I think a lot of people fill their life with so many distractions, traveling and work and going out and, you know, beers with the guys on the weekends and guys trips and girls trips. And everybody's so busy that they didn't even know their partner. Right. You know, and a lot. And um, I, I, I may be naive, but I think people want more. 
I do. No, no, I think they do. I think, especially this year, I think that's actually illustrating to us that we do need more. Right. You know, that we do need more and more authenticity. So let's get into, give us some tips. Like, what are some keys? I know the study, again, focused on online dating, which, you know, we've talked about a lot on here, but what are some keys of determining if a person's being deceptive? What are some things they can look for, you know, in that kind of stuff? Like, how do we figure out if someone's being deceptive? Because that, to me, is tough. Well, it depends. And I think we just, I thought we just talked about this, but um, if somebody's being deceptive, number one, they're going to, uh, well, you're going to see a, a repeated pattern with their pictures, whether those be filtered or not. And it is okay to ask for non-filtered pictures. It is okay. If you keep getting filtered mm -hmm. pictures, it's okay to say, could you send me a picture that's not filtered? Like, I, I'm sure you're beautiful. Or I'm sure you're good looking. I'd love to see a picture that's not filtered. Do you think that's okay? Sure, but there's no time what they're going to get back. <laughs> <laughs> well, well, that's true, but at least you didn't have to go meet it. <laughs> that's I Hopefully mean, not. <laughs> at least you didn't have to go spend meet the it. time to meet it. Here's one not filtered. <laughs> uh, oh, my God, Brad. <laughs> but I'm saying there will be idiots that do that, though. You know there will be. There will be people that do that. By the I'm way, just there saying. is, um, what is that term? Hey, comic relief, folks. Come on, it's comic relief. What is that term where guys uh, Photoshop their pictures of their Junk? situation to make themselves more appealing? I don't know. Let me. I can look it up. I have the article right here. Let's see if I can find it while you're chatting about um, more ways to understand this. Yeah, so, uh, so it, other things that you would look for is, um, is deflection. So you want to check for deflection. So if somebody asks, if, if you're being, uh, or you're asking somebody questions, and they're answering the question back with another question to you, or if they're not answering your question, or they're going around your question, or changing the subject, then you know that would be another form of deception. Or somebody that's refusing altogether to talk about uh, previous relationships, which I hear a lot. I don't think we can talk about that term. What? There's the term. I'll let you look at it on the screen. Here's the term right here. Oh, Okay. <laughs> It's called cockfishing. It's okay. <laughs> which we is where they send that. which is where they send pictures of their junk with edited software. So, so it looks now we're editing than it is. now we're editing pictures of our, our parts. Really, people? Like don't seriously. Do don't don't really? send those to begin with, but don't do that. Don't don't do that. But uh but yeah, and that uh, by the way, um I would like to I would like to point out that that would be another way that you could spot somebody that was not real or just trying to deceive you is somebody that is sending a lot of those pics, that that's what they're looking for, that's what they're fishing for, is just dirty pictures. That's all they're interested in, okay? So it, it, it's not mm -hmm. like if, if you meet somebody and they go straight to that or they keep sending over pictures of themselves, that's probably a sign that that is not a person looking for a serious relationship. Right. They right. are looking... To have some fun. Mike Wolf has a funny, funny comment here. He says, always ask for a pic holding a paper with the day's date on it. <laughs> In the background. Hey, man, that's it. Yeah, here works. we go. It works. <laughs> yeah, that's pretty funny. Okay. Clever. Uh, Any other ways that we can determine deception? Because I think it is very difficult with the online piece to really determine who's deceptive and who's not. I guess there is a way by, by maybe looking at the profile itself. If someone... Mm -hmm. If someone has taken the time to put some effort in their profile, 
Mm-hmm. I would think that might or might, you know, that might lean a little more towards left is less deceptive versus four lines and a few pictures. I don't know. I mean, like, I, it's it's hard today. Then there's today. people that, you know, just to take that opposite. So, yes, of course, somebody that is willing to put more information out about themselves will probably not be somebody that is deceptive. But I will say this. How about that person that gives it too much information? Like, that's a problem, too. True. Like, you, you can don't go want the other to way. volunteer too yeah. much information and throw all your baggage on the table and drink too much on a first date and start, you know, unloading your baggage and how much you know, you've been deceived and lied to by previous partners. I mean, nobody wants to hear that stuff either. So there is a fine line between, you know, between enough information and too much information. But the key is asking questions. And here's when we talk about authentic dating. Ask real questions, people. Ask, I don't, I mean, you're not there to just surface talk. Yes, that's great at the beginning of a, when you just are on a first date and you're spending the first 30 minutes getting to know somebody, basic bio information. But as you go further, you want to know who that person is. I mean, you want to know if you want to go on a second date with them. Well, that's what you're so supposed you want to do, know right? their history. You want to know what they're looking for. It's okay to say, what are, you know, what is it that you're looking for? Like, like what, why do you feel like you haven't found the right person? Right. It's totally not only fine, it sparks a conversation that means something. Sure. It has some substance to it. It's not just like, what's your favorite color? Yeah. You and, know, it has a lot more substance to it. And, and I think one of the ones that you've always talked about on here too, is like, ask about family members. If you're a guy, you should ask the lady their relationship with their dad. If it's a woman, ask about the relationship with his parents, especially his mother. Those kind of key things. Do you have sister? How is your relationship with them? Those kind of things have substance to them and determine whether you're going to want to go. I mean, if you're there truly looking for a relationship, you're thinking about this person being a part of your life. You better know that person. No, you don't have to have it all on the first date. But it does determine whether it's going to be a second or third. True. And if you've got somebody that does not have good relationships with their family or their parents, or their siblings, uh, they're estranged somehow, or whatever. Um, uh, those are huge red flags. Yeah, I mean, it's I mean, definitely something that you have to think about. Huge whether red that flags. One, and then you can expound on that, right? You can mm-hmm. ask them more. Well, tell me about what the, why that happened and what, what the cases was. Karen um, jumped in here and says that I think if someone seems too good to be true, they probably are. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you know, and then Mike, you know, again, I like having a phone conversation before the first date. Those can reveal a lot about both people. I think that's smart. You know, I think that's smart. So, yeah. So, um, so I also, um, I, I like the idea of a short phone conversation, uh, where you, and again, as a matchmaker, I'm going to tell you what works and what doesn't work. People that get on the phone for hours before they go on a first date, you're really not doing yourself a favor. I'm just telling you, you're not. You're learning um, too much. You, you, you're you are learning too much, and uh, and you're 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 putting out too much information before a per person a person needs to meet you because there's some things that they will accept if they've met you that they wouldn't accept if they heard it over the phone. Fair enough. Valid and point. there's just certain things that need to be done in person. Yeah. And uh, the first phone call should be to say hello get acquainted, uh, and set a date, um, at the restaurant of your, uh, mutual choosing. Right. Mm -hmm. But you're bringing up a really good point, you know, 
He brought it up several times. What? Just get a matchmaker. Oh yeah. <laughs> well, if you if you just call Jen and you can get through. If you stink at choosing, get through. Half of this stuff it. can be taken care of, and you don't have to worry about it. Yeah, because you do. It, yeah, so. that is what I do. I'm just saying. And and I will say again, just because it is what I do. There are there, I have. I have so much statistics to back this stuff up. I don't. So what if you like to talk on the phone for hours, which most men really don't. Although um, I'm I'm hearing that was a comment from a guy that did. It it is not going to change. Uh, it's not going to change your chances for success. If a woman bonds with you over the phone, and let's say you guys have these great conversations, what happens when she meets you and she's disappointed? Ouch. That makes it harder for her to the exit is that. Our, you know? Yeah, I mean, it's you just you. It happens a lot. <laughs> pace yourself, people. Yeah, you do have to pace yourself. And mystery is good, you know. I mean, uh, he, again, here we are. We're talking about authenticity. So there's a balance between being authentic, showing who you are, right. revealing information about yourself, being vulnerable. Guys, that goes for you too. Please, mm -hmm. um, yep. women love when you're vulnerable. You don't have to cry on the first date. In fact, you probably shouldn't, <laughs> uh, unless it calls for crying. But 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 be vulnerable. Share from your heart because that's a way to a woman is through an emotional connection, right? But that's being authentic. I mean, I think being vulnerable is a very strong definition of being authentic. That is who you are at your core. Right. You're showing who you truly are in your vulnerability, in your humility. Right. I mean, that's what it's about. That is, and that doesn't mean you go through, you know, like you said, oh, I remember my first dog died. You don't have to do that kind of, you know, but just be real. I don't know. I, I guess I'm just different because I don't understand why people don't do this. Because I want you to like me for what I am, not for what you think I am. And if you don't like me for what I am, I'm cool with that. It's fine. Here's it's the problem in all of that, though. The bigger problem in that is somebody who is um, attached to putting on a show and attached to presenting themselves as who they're not. They don't like themselves. Yeah, that's that's the insecurity thing, right? I mean, yep. they don't like themselves, so they're going to continuously try to completely agree to you know get other people to like them. Uh, by showing what they think people want to see yep. versus who they really are. Right. And at the end of the day, somebody's going to figure out who you really are. Um, so, uh, so uh, dating apps. Uh, so let's talk about dating apps because there was a statistic in there. Uh, singles want more authentic uh, uh, depictions uh, on dating apps. Yeah, I think that, I mean, ultimately what it comes down to is exactly the major subject of this podcast, which is just be authentic. It doesn't matter if that person doesn't like you, if they don't like you for who yeah. you really are. Yeah. Then let them go on, move on, find the one that does. Mm -hmm. That's the whole point of the conversation, right? Right. And it says a more realistic portrayal of each individual will not only be refreshing, which I think is the key. I think if you're truly who you are, people are going to see that. They're going to know that and they're going to go, wow, he seems different or she seems different because she's real, you know? And by the way, dating apps, I mean, you, if you think you're getting a canned answer from somebody or a canned reply or, uh, or, you know, cause there's a lot of people that copy paste, uh, <laughs> and send 20 things. of them. <laughs> and if they're, if they're not replying, uh, you know, uh, if they're, if they're not responding to your messages, 
and or there's days in between or they hesitate to ask you out they're just kind of playing around yep. playing around uh without ever asking you out don't waste your time right don't waste your time right right if they're interested they will show interest right exactly duh exactly <laughs> um okay so uh so uh, what where where is the, all the statistics because i there was a whole bunch of statistics i wanted to talk about and uh uh so so Here's the here's where things uh, here's where things uh, get where rubber hits the road I should say so this is this is really this is really the core of this whole of this whole day and and show and podcast and message is don't be afraid to be who you are because authenticity is only going who you being who you are is only going to attract somebody else who is like you or who wants what you have to offer. Not everybody is going to like you, right? So you can't be, you can't feel rejected when somebody doesn't, doesn't accept you for who you are. It doesn't mean you need to change who you are and be more like somebody else or more you know, what, right. whatever you think you need to be or whatever you think you need to look like or whatever you think you need to say or whatever you think you need to act like. If you're being who you are, you're going to attract the right person who wants that. Yeah, right? that's the, the whole point. At the end of the day, point. you're going to attract the type of person who wants and, that. And, and this is what confuses me because isn't that what you're after? So why are we putting on these shows if we truly want the person that genuinely loves us or wants to be around us because of who we are at our core and our base? Why are we putting on shows? That's the part that throws me off is why are we doing that? Because what we're doing is we're putting on this show to hopefully attract that guy. You're over saying there I'm not exciting that, enough you know, or fun enough or interesting enough. I, yeah, I don't know. But but, the, but your authenticity should be for the right person. Okay. So here's where, uh, here's one of the things that I will say, and it really just depends on you. It really depends. And you, this is where I've always talked about get to know yourself, put that, put those lists together or what you need. Mm -hmm. Because if you need honesty, if you need somebody who has depth to their soul, if you need somebody who has integrity, you need to be showing up and you need to be, be the person that you are. Don't be afraid to, to let people know what you're looking for and listen for it. Like I, all this superficiality, like yeah. there's so much pressure on this first date situation. You're just getting to know somebody else. It's not to go impress them. Right. It's to go get to know them. And, and you should be looking for, for a, a new friend at the least and listening for the things that you want and you need, right? The things that are important to you, you should be asking those questions. Mm -hmm. I mean, you, they should matter to you. It doesn't matter how superficial somebody else, you know, keeps a conversation. If you need more, go for more. If you, if you have questions that you want to ask or you feel like somebody's not being honest with you or giving you enough information, don't be afraid to ask for it, yeah, right? Ask. Because at the end of the day, I can tell you, and I don't have this statistic, although I love statistics, the amount of people that are actually looking for authenticity, authenticity is highest almost like in the 90 percentile of what people are looking for. Now, I agree. They're there tired be, of fakeness. There may be a little bit of a, you know, a little bit of, of, of you know. We've got to put our bait out there. Yeah. I mean, a little, a little bit of a little. 
deception. But mm -hmm. but having said that, you want you you do just want to make sure that you are being as realistic to who you are and true to who you are because mm -hmm. you want that person to you want that person to like you and you want to like that person. So if you're showing up as yourself, it also, ladies, I will say this to you, it gives a man an opportunity to show up. They don't always get that with their friends. So they may go out with their friends and talk about hunting and fishing and all that other, all that other stuff. But they have that opportunity with a woman to talk about other things and to be able to talk about things that they don't normally mm -hmm. get to talk about. Give that man an opportunity. I mean, it, a, a, if a man feels connected to you, it's more likely to develop into something more meaningful also. So open it up. Right. Open the conversation up and give that man an opportunity to be vulnerable and let him be. Because it's okay for a man to be nor human, right? Well, if he's, if, if, you know, if he's sad or if he's... You know what I mean? Yeah. Uh, the emotions that women don't often see as leadership or strength. Um, let him be a human. Yeah, I think he's the, not just a man; he's a human. I think the final wrap-up message I'm hearing from you is: first and foremost, be comfortable with you. Mm -hmm. Be comfortable in your own skin and what your wants are, what your needs are, and what you're looking for. And then, when you go out to find it, still be you, and it will come. It will yes. come. You and go. when you That's take the pressure off of who you think you need to be and you just are yourself and you're showing up authentically, you give, you're, you're going to attract a completely different person to begin with. So there you Yay. go. All right. Uh, so you can, uh, uh, if you, by the way, holidays are coming up. If you haven't joined uh, my database, uh, lovegen.com, get in my database. We got lots of people looking for love as the holidays come around. So uh, lovegen.com. Uh, and remember, you can listen to the podcast. Uh, after here on Facebook Live, but you can go to any of the Apple, Spotify, Google, whatever, and listen to us too. So thanks for being here, and we will see you next week. Thanks for listening today, and please subscribe to the podcast. Every single week, we'll have new information, and if you'd like to find out more information or if you have any questions, please go to my website at lovegen.com, or you can find me on Facebook at my personal page, Jennifer Styers.